0: this is Brian and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian and today I am joined by Diana Eck and Josh Vittori. How are you today, Josh and Diana?
1: Doing very well, thank you.
0: Doing great, Brian. Good, good, good and Diana, I I think you're in Elko, Nevada today, is that right?
2: That's correct, yep. Elko, Nevada. Been here for 11, 12 years.
0: Okay, that's about uh, how long I lived there. Uh, on my last stay out there and for some reason we have snow here in Denver today and we're supposed to get <laughs> a foot or two and maybe three feet in the mountains so I, I I know this is more typical for Elko than it is for Denver.
2: Still snowing in May yep
1: yeah. same here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Josh you're in Reno? Correct I'm in Reno and uh, I only spent a short first and last stint in Elko about three and a half years and I've been here for about the last 11.
0: Okay yeah good for you. you. So Josh tell us a little bit about yourself your background your education.
1: I I hail from a small farming community just outside of Reno Nevada and uh, went to school up here at UNR got a bachelor's degree in uh, forest and rangeland management and then um was in fire management fuels fire suppression for a while and then i heard about this great thing called natural resource consulting um and especially in the mining world and and hopped on a job at srk consulting um and from that time it kind of catapulted into what has turned into more of a a wildlife and botany role and, and learning expertise there and uh, so that was around 2007. And so since that time, I've been working very closely with, with the team that I think we're going to talk about today. And most of that time, I've been working with Diana as well. And um, and then like many people during COVID, I got restless and said, hey, I'm stuck at a computer. I might as well go back to school. And I went and got my MBA. So Wow, well, good for you. Fresh off an MBA, thank you. Yeah. And um, and yeah, so that's, that's kind of the the quick and dirty of my background
0: yeah good for you And like you say a lot of people uh had the opportunity to get some some uh, more education along the way and I I should ask you so, so did the pandemic negatively affect you your your life your profession the your family
1: Well, I'm a very outdoorsy individual, so I don't think it did. You know, at the time, our business was one of the better years we'd ever had in consulting. I think um, everybody was just kind of tied to their computer working hard. Um, But, you know, it's probably the same answer you get from most, and that is that yes and no in in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Diana, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Absolutely. Uh, So I was born and raised in a small town called Sare, Pennsylvania. Uh, More cows than people, super backcountry forested, part of the woods, and um, when I graduated high school I decided I wanted to be anywhere but Pennsylvania, so I went to Colorado State University Uh. where um, I learned that you could get a degree in wildlife biology, which blew my mind and I focused on wildlife and fisheries biology graduated with my four-year degree from there and then just leapfrogged throughout the West taking any job that would take me. Um, I landed with Trout Unlimited at the end of that job hopping stint which brought me to Elko, Nevada. Um, Trout Unlimited and Newmont had actually worked together to remove some culverts um, along Maggie Creek to reconnect the LCT population up there and that's when that job ended and I ended up at a barrack Christmas party where I met someone who worked in environmental consulting and they said, why don't you give it a shot? Put in your resume. And I've been doing environmental consulting ever since.
0: Yeah, that's great. You mentioned the Newmont and the culverts and I think the yeah. cutthroats, is that what you were referring to?
2: Yep. The Lahontan cutthroat trout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think people forget that every once in a while, mining companies do something that's really good for the environment. and and our, our uh, animal friends as well.
2: They, they do, they do. They definitely yeah. put their money where their mouth was in that case, and um, yeah. yeah, yeah. They replaced the the tube culverts with box culverts so that there was no erosion and the connectivity of the streams could improve. It's a pretty wow. cool project. Yeah,
0: very cool, very cool. So, how about you? Were you negatively affected at all by the pandemic? And I know it's not through yet. My my son actually just had. Uh, COVID and he was really sick and he'd been fully vaccinated.
2: Yeah, just like Josh said, um, pretty much just moved from the office to working from home and everybody just really put their head down and worked hard. Um, Schooling, I have a three-year-old, well at the time I had a three-year-old and a five-year-old and so for the kindergartner school was really hard. But we've started to overcome a lot of that, and she's back in school now. And it it seems like we're on the up and up there, but some days were harder than others.
0: Oh, I bet, yeah. And I I was speaking to somebody else about, you know, I don't think we're going to have any snow days in the future because they can just go to online learning, but that makes it really hard on the parents who need to be at work or at the office or wherever so I'm, I'm I, that's gonna have to be weighed pretty carefully
2: yeah I could not wait to give that Chromebook back to the school I was happy to see that leave my house
0: <laughs> yeah it's all yours now your responsibility yeah. so so you guys work together now as you did previously so Josh what uh inspired you to venture out on your own and and form your own company with the partners that you have?
1: So I'll start with the partners. And that is that, you know, on average, there, there are four partners. And on average, we've been together over 10 years now. Nice. And we've really, in that time, doing the business that we have, um, gotten to see the good and the bad of one another and kind of what each <laughs> other are made of. So yeah. as far as the team itself, I think we really recognize that the reason we had stuck together so long was was the team not necessarily where we were and um and we were looking for something we were looking just for a new look um i think we were ready for a little bit different culture we were looking for a you know that same consulting firm we had actually been part of a smaller one at, at one time um that had been acquired by a much larger firm and, and, and we missed that we, we felt that it was a, a lot stronger team and um, a lot more effective team and that's what we wanted to get back to. Okay, yeah, good,
0: good for you. And uh, Diana, the who, who are the other two partners?
2: Yep. So we have Christy Schaff oh, yeah. and Charlie Speary, and both of them also reside in Reno. So Josh, Charlie, and Christy are in Reno, and then I hold down the Elko team.
0: No, I think Dulcie holds down the Elko team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs>
0: That is true. So there's the two of you in Elko. Did do you plan to grow that or is Yeah. You, we
2: yeah. definitely have. So we actually have we have a biologist in Elko as well, a full-time biologist who lives here and he's he's in the field today doing what oh, okay. he does best.
0: But. You know, it's it's funny to me that it's hard to attract talent to Elko. But people that live in Elko really love it and like you've been there for a dozen years I was there for 10 years and I was in and out for 20 years prior to that and it's just a really livable place especially if you are an outdoors person.
2: Yeah you have to be an outdoors person I think to enjoy Elko and fortunately being an environmental consulting company (laughs) <laughs> we do we do have some trouble getting people to want to move to Elko, but probably not as much as, as some other companies may have because they are attracted to the Ruby Mountains and the hunting and the fishing opportunities that we have. So we, we have some stuff to sell to people who used to be biologists or who want to be biologists.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. People that travel through there, they see the, you know, it's a wide spot in the road if that's all you're doing. If you just pull off to get gas, you see some run-down businesses and you see some some of the motels that you wouldn't stay in and they don't get the right impression you know if you drive up around the golf course or obviously into the rubies and you go up there and you see the aspen trees and the beaver ponds and all the amazing waterfalls that you're having this time of year it it's just a beautiful place and elko does have almost everything they don't have a Costco, but almost everything.
2: <laughs> always... I hear a lot of people want Target. Uh, that's oh. another one. <laughs> yeah. But we have was... a Joanne Fabric, and we have a Petco now. Um, it's, yeah, Elko's booming. <laughs> we're we're growing.
0: It is. You know, it it uh, wasn't that long ago that it didn't have a Home Depot, and now you can't imagine it without the Home Depot.
2: Mm-hmm. I still, yeah, I was here before Home Depot came in and it was just a small mom and pop store right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Josh, how many employees do you have in Reno?
1: Sure. So the current employee um, base in Reno is actually around seven. um, And I say around because... We literally just made an offer for one of them to relocate to Elko, oh, and nice. fingers crossed he's excited yeah. to do that so we can we can build that team, because as Go. you know, that's yeah. where a lot of the work is, and it just makes a lot more sense to be based in Elko most of the time it, from a travel it, standpoint. It does, and it
0: makes it difficult when all the work's in Elko and all the people want to live in Reno. <laughs>
1: Uh, and it's hard, you know, I can speak firsthand. It's really hard on your family too and your personal life if you're trying to commute for a week at a time. It sounds like you played that game for a long time too. Kind yeah. of, you, you said in and out of Elko, and I assume that's what you meant.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and when I went to live there, it made that a whole bunch easier because I could be home and eat dinner with the family every night. Right. As, I mean, I was at Jarrett Canyon, for example, for an entire summer, and I never went home once. You know, my, my family came out to see me one time, but uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a whole bunch different if you can go home and be with the family. Totally
1: agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. So yeah, so the total team is around ten right now.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So it's, it's funny. I, I I never we never discussed the name of
1: your company. What is your company? <laughs> we talk about that. So the company name is Nexus Environmental Consultants.
0: Okay. And is is your website just nexus-env.com?
1: Got it. Nailed it.
0: Perfect, perfect. And uh, what type of services are you offering now, Josh?
1: Our services are, well, they're growing, but the, the base, kind of what we'll call the bread and butter, are those typical permitting services, such as NEPA permitting um, environmental assessments, environmental impact statements, um, assisting even with categorical exclusion work, notice level work as well for those of you that are drillers. Uh, you know what I mean there. Um, yeah. But but also a multitude of other baseline work. Front, you know, we we talk Diana and I talk a lot about the biology of it. Um, but we also, in addition to all the what we'll call the bugs and the bunnies, all the botany and the wildlife. Yeah. And monitoring work. Um, Also surface hydrology, we actually have a pretty strong uh, groundwater well monitoring background and and that's definitely something we can assist with as well. We are not uh, hydrogeologists or geochemists in any way. Mm -hmm. There's my disclaimer on that um, uh, at at this time. But from there a lot of mitigation, a lot of um, assistance with development of plans. Other state county permitting we help with as well and um you know army corps of engineering permitting um which diana is the expert in not me and um and diana why don't you chime in I'm, I'm certainly missing some
2: yeah a big one that josh does is a conservation credit system with the set so i know you can go over those acronyms a lot quicker than i can josh yeah so the
1: so sage grouse Uh, mitigation banking system is what diana's talking about the state of nevada in december 2018 implemented a a state executive order requiring that for any um, anthropogenic disturbance so we actually do a tremendous amount of that work and we have been since that program's inception matter of fact we assisted in the very first transfer in that system in 2016 Mm. Um, and and that's a really strong one in our resume we do a tremendous amount of golden eagle permitting. So, not just assisting with the surveys, not just assisting with the development of a conservation document, such as an Eagle Conservation Plan, but also the TAKE permits themselves, because they require their own NEPA. Now, sometimes that's, sometimes that is combined with the BLM's NEPA for a proposed project or an expansion. Um, but sometimes it's not just depending on the scenario so that's actually something that diana and i are both very very well versed in uh, we, we do a lot of um, mule deer work believe it or not a lot of um, monitoring work but also quite a bit of assistance with mitigation for that hmm. as well so those hmm. are kind of some big wildlife ones um, that, that i find myself you know a third or half of my time in a given year sometimes yeah focused on those two or three things
0: yeah and Diana, I, I imagine both of you get to spend some time outdoors still.
2: We do. That's part of the nice part about starting this company was that we wear a lot more hats now than we did with our previous company. Yeah. Um, I've I've been able to unchain myself from the desk a little bit more and actually do the field surveys and go out with the biologist to at least train them up and show them how to do things so that the next time when they go on their own, they know what they're doing. But. We, I've definitely spent quite a bit of time outdoors. Actually, the, the most field work I've done this year are the helicopter raptor surveys. Oh, yeah. Looking for the nests I've, I've done. I, I'll have to count at the end of the year how many hours, but it, it feels like a lot in the helicopter this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great. I, I've just started getting back outdoors. Most of my work has been at the desk, but now with the pandemic, most it feels like it's mostly behind us. I know it's not really behind us, but mm-hmm. planes are starting to fly and things are starting to open up, but I'm getting to go out onto the mining, mine sites again, so that, that feels pretty good. I, there's there's nothing like being at at the mine site, and discussing things with the clients, and actually seeing things rather than just looking at drone footage or photographs or reports or whatever
2: absolutely i was just telling josh i'll have to count too how many times i've been to mine site so far this year with it just being may but i just spent two days at gold strike and gold quarry uh, the 18th just yesterday and the day before so it's nice it's nice to get out and see the clients in person again
0: yeah i was just down in mexico and last week and i'm headed to brazil on saturday so it's yeah it's nice to be able to see some stuff again absolutely so Josh, I take it that the, the catalyst for starting your own company was you just wanted to go back to something simpler and not have the big corporation around you. Was there anything else that uh, kind of sparked this whole move?
1: Um, I, I It's interesting because it was, I don't really know if I can, say exactly it was one thing or it was this particular day or something like that yeah. um it was just definitely something that the, the group was ready for and um you know obviously anybody loves to be more in control of their business and their daily yeah. operations yeah um, so I, I think that's a, a big one for us it's, it, it's been really nice to to be involved front of the house back of the house and in the field and and seeing the clients because I like Diana, I was chained to the desk. I know that's a but, um, I, I was definitely staring at the computer for 10 or 12 hours straight every single day with bright light in my face, right? And, yeah. um, I've gotten to sneak out on you know some some surveys as well this year, and I've enjoyed them thoroughly as well. Um, none of us enjoy coming back and what's waiting for us in our inbox, right? When
0: that happens, <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you always get behind when you're away, but yeah,
1: yeah, I. I I do feel like we are able to focus more on our technical work and our communications with clients i should say that you know we're six months in approximately and actually today um (laughs) and uh coincidentally happy happy half anniversary thank you and um and and there there's an opportunity to focus more on the work itself which is really nice when that's what what you enjoy and, and what yeah. are your drivers. So.
0: so it's interesting. It just took one of the four of you to actually say it out loud and then everyone else was like,
1: Yeah, that sounds good. It seems over the time period I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um that that kinda led up to it, yep.
0: Yeah. So Diana it sounds like you guys kinda hit the uh road running pretty well with the uh, clients and the, the backlog and all that kind of stuff.
2: Absolutely. We, uh, we were shocked the amount of response that we got from people just being excited for us and supporting us and wanting to come to us with their work once they found out that we had started our own company. Um, and that really did help us hit the ground running. Uh, we started the company December 20th so right before Christmas probably is not the best time to start a company (laughs) and expect a bunch of work to come in but um, it's definitely it's definitely been uh, we feel like the company's been well received and we're just beyond grateful for the work that people have been giving us so far
0: yeah that's that's great yeah I I had a little bit different experience because I thought I was going to be working at a mining company and and uh, while I was waiting for that to develop I took on a couple of tasks just to uh, pass the time more or less and then that position at the mining company fell through but uh since then like you i've got a really steady pipeline
2: yeah and even people that you know we hadn't talked to in years were so excited that we had started our own company and excited to work with a smaller smaller firm again something more tight-knit so it feels very well received
0: yeah, good, good, good. Well, Josh, I, I think I've covered everything I wanted to ask. Was there anything else you wanted to add in?
1: You know, we didn't, when we were talking about our services, I forgot to just touch on what sectors, subsectors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. clients and yeah. work we're in. And, you know, a lot of that obviously is mining. Mining is yeah. a huge part of what we do and a huge part of Nevada. You know that yeah. better than I do, I would argue. <laughs> um but there's also a really strong energy and specifically geothermal um, mm. component to our, to our work and our client base. And, and that had been the case previously. Um, and as you can imagine with different things happening in the country um, and administrative changes. There's different initiatives and priorities, right? right. Um, so, so geothermal energy is a big one for us. But um, we've we found ourselves in some very interesting scenarios as well, permitting um, some new projects, stepping outside of our typical comfort zone, still within you know, our permitting expertise or our technical expertise on, on a given natural resource. Mm-hmm. But you know, for for example, we you know we're assisting in permitting a sawmill, which we had never done oh very cool really interesting and and, you know you learn a little bit of new things when you step outside your typical um, comfort zone and and even find ourselves you know potentially dabbling and and permitting desert racing and all sorts of of new exciting (laughs) challenges which 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 I think have been invigorating for the team because we sit down and we go wow uh should should we consider this yes or no you know and um can we do it are we qualified you know yeah does it pass yeah. the, the the test so so that's kind of a, a, an important one um we're still you know state county state federal um we had worked for them over the years as well direct contracts and that's absolutely still the case so it's not just a private industry as well so
0: yeah 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 that's that's great and it's always nice to do something different uh it, Unless it's outside your comfort zone. So it sounds like they're all things that you're plenty
1: capable of doing, but you just hadn't done it before. Yeah. It, it's funny how it ends up being the same resources. You know, we're still analyzing noise and air and water and you know, wildlife. You know, right. Just, what's the proposed project and how is it going yeah. to impact the yeah. given resource? So.
0: Yeah. Dinah how about you? Did we miss anything you wanted to talk about
2: today? A a little bit more on our NEPA expertise that we have. Um, Christy Schaff obviously isn't here today, but uh, she's been doing NEPA for her entire career and she's still here doing project management of environmental assessments. Um, We're also working on some environmental impact statements. So we probably appear to be a pretty small team, but we're a really well-rounded team with a lot of experience there um so we have projects right now with the bureau of land management and the united states forest service in nepa and the regulations actually just get finalized there's new ceq regulations that get finalized today and go into place so um yeah just always staying up to date with those and being able to provide those services is something that we're still excited to be doing
0: yeah yeah that's pretty cool and i'm uh happy that you've got a successful company and six good months behind you and hopefully it's uh, easy sailing from here.
2: Oh, thanks Brian. we appreciate yeah.
0: it. And hopefully you don't grow into a company with 20,000 people <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well,
0: Josh, uh, before we part ways, uh, did you have any key takeaways or pearls of wisdom you wanted to lay on us?
1: You know, I'm not sure that it's a pearl of wisdom, but I, I just have really enjoyed, um, being able to get back to some of the things that I'm interested in. So I would, I would suggest to folks that they continue to do that, whether it's you know, brewing beer or, you know, competing at a certain level of an athletic event or something to that effect, those, those things really have helped with life balance. And I think that we should all keep them in the forefront at all times. So, yeah. and I guess I should mention like, you know, stick with a team that you know and trust and that you work well with. So. Yeah. That's, that's really
0: good. Yeah. You know, part of it has to do with the uh, work-life balance, but it's also just quality of life and that, that includes your job. Right. So like you have a good balance with your job because you get to work with people, you get to go outside. You you have the time at your computer, too, but it's it's balanced by the other aspects. Yeah. Dinah, how about you? Do you have any key takeaways or pearls of wisdom to lay on us?
2: Yeah. So my pearl of wisdom would be, (laughs) uh, you know, as scary as standing on the cliff and looking off. Uh, feels inside and makes you want to want to step back into your comfort zone Uh, taking the leap was definitely worth it for me Um, so I do recommend if you get a chance just take it take the leap and see what happens Um, I'm a very analytical timid person in my life and I like to weigh everything beyond reason, right? I enjoy Excel spreadsheets and um, sometimes you can't put the leap into the perfect Excel spreadsheet, but it's worth taking. It it pays off in the end, especially when you have a support system. So kind of arching onto Josh's, sticking with the people, you know, and having those people support you. Um, Our spouses have been amazing through this. Our coworkers have been amazing through this and people there love you and they support your leap. So just take it
0: yeah you know that makes me think of a couple of things many years ago my boss came to me and he said brian don't you want to go to south africa for a few years and i'm thinking why why would i do that i've got a good life here but after we thought about it as a family the only the only reason i went there was because i wouldn't want to look back on my life and say i wonder what would have happened and the other thing is that famous Yogi Berra quote, if you come to a fork in the road, you should take it.
2: Take it. Yeah,
0: Take it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We're all, I mean, we're inundated every day with choices. And when, when you make the right ones and just have a little faith in the people around you who support you, it's amazing on where you could end up. So yeah. here I am with four of, or three of, three people i've spent more time of my life with than maybe anybody else and i wouldn't i wouldn't be happier doing but anything else
0: that is really important because you spend more time with your co-workers than you do with your family
2: 100 percent.
0: yeah 100 percent. yeah okay. and josh
2: nailed it on the head when we know what makes every one of us tick we know when you know we're maybe overstepping boundaries and <clears throat> just enjoying who you work with makes a big difference
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I know you're both really busy and I don't want to take up any more of your day, uh, but I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing with us some of your activities and what your company is up to. And again, if somebody wants to reach out to you, they just go to your website and there will be information on, on contacts and that kind of thing, services and that kind of thing.
2: Absolutely. It's all on there. There's an info email. If you have questions, um, the website's nexus-env.com. And yeah, our list of our services is also there in case you need a, a refresher and we'll keep updating that list as we keep adding.
0: Yeah, perfect, perfect. Diana and Josh, thanks again for coming on and uh, look forward to seeing you in person one of these days.
2: Absolutely, Likewise. we appreciate thanks.
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks again. Okay. Well, that's it. I'm Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian. Until next time, keep on rockin'.